everyone on this wonderful Tuesday morning here in January on the 25th. It's a little cold outside still. Um, of course, it's supposed to be. It's winter. But uh, I just wanted to come at you guys with the next episode of the Inspired Coaching Podcast. Uh, before we get into this thing too deep, if you like what you're hearing, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a share, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it, tell your peoples about it. All right. Um, I released my first podcast last week uh, about setting in uh, your internal GPS, you know, just talking about the internal GPS a little bit, what that looks like for you, um, what you need to be doing and how you can work on that. And one of the things I wanted to say is if you're if you're needing some help, if you're looking for some assistance on setting your internal GPS, um, hit me up, shoot me a DM on social media, Instagram, Facebook, any of those platforms. Um, shoot me an email at inspired coaching. Uh, no, excuse me. Inspired to coach at gmail.com um, or you know, just reach out to me and we can set up a console and look at doing some some life coaching, you know, because that's what I'm here for. That's what uh, I like to do. I like to give you guys some gems on some different things in life and just help you navigate and help you work through those things. So with all of that being said, we're going to get into today's podcast. Um, and I think this is going to be a really, really good one. I actually recorded this podcast before today but what i'm actually going to you know what i'm doing is going back and this is actually going to be a two-part podcast this one's going to have a lot of meat in it it's going to have a lot of good gems it's going to have a lot of things in it so you know in the first podcast today we're just going to start talking about staying in your lane right staying in your lane going to go over what does it look like to stay in your lane what does that mean for you um, we're going to talk about where that comes from a little bit, you know, because so many people think that they're in their lane and they don't even realize that they're operating outside the lane that they're supposed to be in. Um, and then just kind of going to give you a few explana uh, explanations of what your life looks like when you stay in your lane. You know, um, I don't think we're going to get into it today, but on the next podcast, I want to give you four examples of how to stay in your lane. And I think that's going to be really good for everybody because it'll kind of give you some good tangible steps and, and four things to just kind of think about, get your mindset shifting, get it switched over to, okay, am I in my lane? What happens when I'm not in my lane? Do I freak out? You know, uh, do, I, do I drive off the road? No, you don't do all those things. All right. <laughs> so it, again, get a pen, get a paper, take some notes. Uh, jot some of these things down and, and let's just get into it today. Let's just start, you know, let's just start talking with each other. So the first thing I want to talk about is staying in your lane. Um, I think comedian, comedian Kevin Hart brought this up some years ago in one of his stand up series. And it was it was pretty awesome and pretty funny. And he just talked about how, you know, as a comedian, he had just getting started off in his career good. And, you know, he had some friends that were athletes that were just balling out of control with the money. He was like they didn't respect money. Uh, one of the stories he was talking about was how uh, I think they were having a birthday party for one of the athletes daughters or something like that. And instead of just throwing like a normal, you know, backyard birthday party or something, the athlete guy just ran out an entire amusement park, you know, 
Kevin Hart shows up. He's like, yo, where are all the people at? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, I just rented out the amusement park for the day. Y'all can go on all the rides. Uh, he even makes a joke about how at one point in time he loses his kid in the amusement park, but he wasn't worried about it because there was nobody else in the park. So eventually he knew he would just run into his kid again. So uh, I think that's I think it's pretty funny. At the end of the day, what staying in your lane means is stop comparing yourself, your life, your circumstances, your situations, where you are, whether that be emotionally, spiritually, um, relationally, financially. Um, stop comparing yourself to other people's lives and what you perceive to be where they are on those things, right? That's essentially, that is the essence of what it means to stay in your lane. And along with that, it also means allow yourself to be where you are so that you can get to where you want to be, right? Um, I think that right there in itself is very, very critical. So I want to break down a little bit, where does this whole idea of you know, comparison come from, you know, I see somebody else and it's like, man, I want what they have. I want, I want that relationship. You know, I want, um, man, I want that car. I want that money. I want that house. I want that lifestyle. I want, you know, that family dynamic. I want that setup. I want, I want, I want. Well, truth be told, that is showing you right there where it comes from. All right. Uh, you know, I got to give you guys a little piece of, of me, which uh, the spiritual side of things and scripture calls this covet, uh, covetous uh, or covetous. Covetousness. All right. <laughs> or do not covet or, you know, to covet. Right. That's that's where these things come from. And there's a there's a few things I just want to hit on. Uh, I'm not going to go dive into these scriptures too deep, but just want to kind of give you a little bit of these things where it says, you know, James four and two ESV version says you desire and do not have. So you murder, you covet and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Oh, that's a good one. Right. Um, we will we, we'll even take it back to Exodus a little bit. Exodus 20 and 17. You shall not cover your neighbor's house. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Right. So one thing that that was asked of me a long time ago is who is your neighbor? Anybody who is outside of you is your neighbor. Right. Um, that person that's across the street, that person that's down the road, um, the people, whether you know them personally or not, that person is outside of your being. That is your neighbor, you know, to want what they have without hard work, without learning the lessons, without the diligence. That is a form of um, uh, of coveting. All right. Um, another one just to hit you guys with, you know, here's three, three to just kind of hit on the, the third one. Uh, Luke 12 and 15, it says, and he said to them, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in abundance of his possessions. Ooh. Some good stuff. All right. There's some good meat to chew on. Right. And again, I always tell you guys, you don't have to believe what I believe. You don't have to read these things. But I do want to break it down for you in layman's terms. I want to give it to you in a way where everybody can grasp this concept. Everybody can understand where we're coming from, what's going on. 
in, in pretty much at the essence what I'm talking about here, right? So that is where it comes from. It is a form of covetousness. It is a form of comparing. It is a form of high-level selfishness, right? Um, one of the definitions, if you look up what, um, you know, covetousness is, is an eager or selfish desire often for material possessions. You know, I want that. Um, it even gives a few uh, synonyms for it. You know, piggish, hoggish, desirous, eager, materialistic. Uh, one of the things that we don't even often think about when it comes to, you know, staying in our lane or comparing ourselves to other people is you are telling yourself, essentially, I am discontent with who I am, right? Uh, you're telling yourself, I'm unsatisfied with who I am. Um, another definition is, is having or showing mean resentment of another's possessions or advantages. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, my brother and I talked about this a few years ago, about how people can become very, very greedy to the point where not only do they want what you have, but they don't want you to have what you have. You know, have you even looked at or, or, or paid attention to you looking at the advantages of somebody else in their life? And, you know, maybe you aren't even aware of this, but you've allowed yourself to even think to the point of, <clears throat> excuse me, man, I want what they have. But now you've even gone into a realm of, I don't even want them to have what they have. You know, that's that's a very dangerous place. It's a very dangerous mindset for us and for, for people to develop, right? And we have to be mindful of these things. We have to start to train ourselves. We have to start to learn how to train ourselves. And we won't get into that on this particular episode. But on the next episode, I'll give you four different ways of how you can pretty much train yourself on stop comparing yourself to other people and essentially teach you how to stay in your lane, right? So let's go back to this, this whole highway metaphor. Why are we using the, you know, the term lanes? Um, on any given highway, most of the time, there's three different lanes when you're going down the highway. You got the slow lane, all right? That's when you're just not getting onto the highway. Um, you know, cars are hopefully not going so crazy and fast where you can't get on. But one of the main things I will tell you, it is your job to adjust your speed to traffic, not vice versa. Traffic is not supposed to reverse you. So if you don't know how to drive, don't get on the road. Okay. That's a pet peeve of mine. So talking about this, you guys might get a little little bit of heat for me if if you're one of those type of drivers okay <laughs> um next we got we got the cruising lane right you get in the cruising lane um you've gotten onto the highway you're rocking and rolling you're pretty much cruising you're chilling and and then on that far left side we got the fast lane all right that's what we call the big boys big boys rolling not necessarily just the big trucks or big cars but we got people speeding they they yearning um, you can tell somebody's in the fast lane or I take it back. If you're in the fast lane, you're supposed to be driving with some kind of level of authority. Do not get in the fast lane driving 55 miles an hour when the speed limit is set at 70. OK, that that's just that's just not nice. Don't do that, people. Um, that is definitely a pet peeve and a severe irk of mine. <laughs> um, I just. If you ever get in front of me like that, just be thankful right now. I don't have a big truck. 
you know that, that's all I gotta say. All right, so let's let's break down some things that come with being in the lane that you're supposed to be in, right? Because essentially, at the end of the day, staying in your lane means being in the lane of life that you're supposed to be in at the time that you're supposed to be in that lane. And that's a let's let's even break that statement down. It means that on certain subjects in life, just to give you guys a few examples, we mentioned them earlier, you know, relationship, uh, finances, family, um, emotions, fitness. Um, you're going to be in different lanes in these various different subjects at different points and times of your life. Um, I'll take my fitness journey for, for instance, when I first walked into a weight room at 13 years old. You know, most people know me. They see me. They know how much weight I can lift. They know Jeff's a big, strong guy. He's athletic and all of these things. But I could barely bench press the um, the barbell itself. Um, for most people who don't know, barbell weighs 45 pounds. Even at 13 years old, I've always been a big kid. So, you say, well, man, you probably weren't strong. I don't think it was that. I think there's an adjustment period with any and everything that you do in life. I think there's a time to adjust. There's a time to learn. There's a time to adapt and there's a time to grow. And with that being stated, that is the first thing that we're going to talk about when you're in the slow lane and you just now starting out. You know, think about when you're just getting on the highway. Most parents, when they're teaching a, a young adult how to drive, a kid how to drive, you're not going to put that child in the fast lane, okay? That child's going to freak out. That that child's vision is not where it needs to be. Their confidence is not where it needs to be. You're, uh, you're triggering high levels of anxiety. You're, you know, they're, they're not going to have proper awareness because they're not going to have certain techniques down that need to be implemented. Checking the mirrors, looking at blind spots, um, adjusting the mirror when they even get into the car. Right. It may not even be adjusted yet. And you get there and you put somebody in the fast lane and you say, oh, well, did you check your mirrors? And they go to look and they can't see what they need to see or what they're supposed to see. Right. There's a big truck on the on the tail of their car and they're freaking out once they finally adjust the mirror and see what's going on behind. Them, right. So that's what the different lanes in your life actually represent. That's what they give you a chance to do. The slow lane in itself and what comes with being in the proper lane that you're in, there, there's a lot of things that come with it. For one, there comes peace, right? Being in the lane that you're supposed to be in grants you a certain level of peace that nobody can take away from you. Hey, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm happy being right where I'm supposed to be, right? In that lane also comes growth. You know, sometimes you have time to reflect. Being in the slow lane, you can take your time. You can reflect back on where you were, where you've been, and where you're going, right? which leads to having the proper vision. When you start off driving on the highway or you start off embracing new things in life, you have to have a certain level of vision to where you're going. And that's very important. If you jump in there and don't have time to develop and uh, get that vision rocking and rolling and knowing where you're going, it causes you to panic a little bit, right? Uh, reduce redu Reduction of anxiety. Being in the wrong lane in life or, or trying to live out the life somebody else is living and it's not made for you 
man, that is one of the most anxious things that we as people can do, right? When you start comparing yourself to other people, what you do is you lose sight of who you were uniquely created to be in this world. Um, each of us has our own imprint. We have our own gifts. We have our own strengths. We have our own weaknesses. You know, twins are still two individual people. Siblings that grow up in the same household have two completely different perspectives and outlooks on lives. Husband and wives, even though, you know, you're growing to become one, are still two people. I like to break it down where, you know, if you're a man, you found your rib, but that rib has a body attached to it, right? <laughs> and then if you're a woman, you're a rib to be inserted into a body. So just a little gem for you guys to think about, all right? Um, that's probably going to be a podcast for another day. I will hit on those things as well. But again, let's go back to the, you know, you, you reduce your anxiety, uh, less regrets, right? Let's just imagine you were driving down the highway of life and you're in the slow lane, you're chilling, you're in the lane that you're supposed to be in. Most of the time, guess what? The exits are in the slow lane. The places that you're supposed to get off, take a break, make pit stops, make your arrivals, they're in the slow lane. Well, if you're in the fast lane trying to get to where you think you're supposed to be going and you miss your exit, man, how much regret does that create? Because now, by the time you work your way back over to the slow lane, right, you're further along down the highway than you want to be. Whereas if you're in the slow lane and you miss that exit, usually you can just catch the next one. Depending on where you are, one mile, boom, 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 another exit, they're coming up pretty quick. It may take you a while to get over to the lane that you're supposed to be in, find an exit, get off, turn around, go back, right? So that level of regret grows even more and more profound, right? Um, confidence comes with being in the right lane that you're supposed to be in, right? Um, you, you feel assured about yourself um, and proper awareness, right? Being in a slow lane or being in the lane that you're supposed to be in comes with a certain level of proper awareness, right? And so let's break that down for each lane, the slow lane. You're just not starting out most of the time on your journeys, um, whether that be fitness goals, family goals, relationship goals, you're just not getting rolling, right? Uh, you're cruising lane. You got a little bit of confidence. You've been doing this thing for a while. You know, you kind of you know where you're going at this point. You got a vision, at least for where you're going. Some things may adjust. Uh, new territories are going to come up. But for the most part, hey, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in this lane. Right. Um, I've grown a little bit. I can grow a little bit more. I can match the speed of traffic. I know how to slow down. I know how to break. I'm looking at a few cars ahead of me, a few people ahead of me, a, a few things in life ahead of me that have um, presented themselves in the past. You know, I see six cars ahead of me breaking. I know that there may be danger possibly up there ahead. Um, if I see a road blocking, you know, two miles worth of cars at a standstill, there could be an accident. Versus if I'm not paying attention and my awareness is off, mm, I could cause an accident. Same thing in life. We do the same things or we can operate the same way if we take our times and look ahead a little bit, you know, create a little forethought as to what's going on. Um, last but not least, the fast lane, right? Most of the time people are driving in the fast lane that comes with a certain level of confidence, proper awareness, you're checking mirrors, you're you, you, you've looked behind you, but you know that you're going forward. 
Um, and it comes with a certain level of authority. I'm supposed to be in this lane because I got someplace to go. I know where I'm going. I know how to get there. I've driven this road before most of the time. You know, I started off on this road. Um, prime example, you know, I'll give an example. I've driven the road from my grandmother's house to my father's house for years. Now, am I supposed to speed? No, but sometimes I get on the road with a little heat. All right. I know where I'm going. That's a 45 minute drive. I cut it down. I'll say to 40 minutes. Uh, sometimes for those who know me, they, they know how I drive. But that comes with a little bit of authority. I know where I'm going. I know most of the time the pace of the traffic, how it's going to act on that small stretch of road from, you know, Columbia to Orangeburg, you know, I-26. Most people know, uh, most people who know me, they know how that little stretch of traffic is going to act right there. They know how people drive. They know the, the, the people's methods. So, you know, that does that mean that you get completely comfortable and don't look for potential threats or potential dangers in the future? Absolutely not, because you always have to be on guard, you know, um, especially in your life and your family, the things that you're trying to, to learn how to improve, you know, your spirituality. That's a main one. Sometimes we get a little comfortable and we think, oh, I got all the authority right here. And then, boom, God shows you another thing. Right. Or he allows something to happen that humbles you real quick, like. So you have to be knowledgeable of those different types of things. Right. Um, so with that being said, you know, I think those are just some tidbits of understanding what it means to stay in your lane, what it looks like to stay in your lane. And even, you know, where where it comes from when uh, when you're comparing yourself, like, where, you know, understanding where that even comes from. Um, I think the biggest thing with this, you know, I want everybody just take it away from uh, from this podcast, do a little bit of self-evaluation, you know, look at your life, the different areas of life, you know, your finances, um, your relationships, your emotional awareness, your intelligence level, you know, that's something that people covet from other people. Man, that person's a genius and they're smart and, and I want to know what they know. Well, did you put in the hours to know what they know? Did you put in the hard work to get what they got? Did you go through the same emotional strains to be where that person is? Because in most cases, those things did not come from nothing. Um, you know, oftentimes we don't even realize, and, and this is kind of a twofold thing, we don't realize the amazing things that we're capable of doing, what God has for us to do. And if we had to see everything that we had to go through sometimes to get there, we wouldn't even do it. So some of it uh, about being in your lane is just being right where you need to be doing right what you're supposed to be doing so you can get to where you need to be going. You know, uh, again, like I said, as you grow and learn and get more knowledge in these different areas of life, you can adjust. You can move to the slow lane. You can you know, if you're if you're tired of driving fast, hey, maybe I need a little bit of a break. I'm gonna get to the cruising lane. You know, I, I don't need to get there that fast. I know where I'm going. Because at the end of the day, the journey is never going to end. You're always going to be growing. You're always going to be developing. You're always going to be becoming more and more of who you're supposed to be. Um, you know, again, I'll take my journey of fitness. Uh, I think I mentioned in one of my Instagram posts that uh, I've had two knee surgeries. So I've had to learn how to do some of the old things that I like to do in a new way, in a healthier way, in a better way. And as my body gets older and as I continue to progress, 
there's times where, hey, I can I can be the authority um, and, and show out in the weight room, you know, and go bench press a whole bunch of weight. But there's also times where I have to need to, you know, I may be in the cruising lane when it comes to my squats right now. Um, I may be in the cruising lane when it comes to, you know, lifting a, a heavy weight for a deadlift. Uh my cardiovascular, those are things that I'm constantly trying to improve. Um, so understanding that with that comes different lanes, comes different adjustments, comes different mindsets. And at times I, I love it, you know, something that I did not hit on, but when you're in the cruising lane, a lot of times you have other people cruising with you. You have other people at least going in the same direction from, you know, a, a certain set distance as well. So you kind of find a driving partner or a cruising partner. Use those same things in life. You know, uh, we're all going in a little bit of a different direction and some of us have different paces. But if you got somebody that's kind of riding along with you, hey, enjoy that cruising partner. Learn from that person. Um, you never know what you can learn from them. You never know what they can learn from you. You guys can teach each other other things along this journey of life, developing your skills, you know. Uh, a lot of race car drivers, if you study them, they have partners, people that they're they're learning from to help push and develop their skills uh, in the gym. You know, I work out mostly by myself, but I have individuals that that push me on certain things. You know, um, uh, we got uh, we got a guy in the gym who we call him Quadzilla. You know, I can't I can't squat as much as him, you know, like I used to back in the day. But knowing he's there gives me a little bit of a drive to say, hey, I can't let him get too far ahead of me, right? So a little bit of healthy comparison is good, but I also know that doesn't come from, man, I want what he has. It comes from knowing, okay, I got to work so I can stay up to, I can stay up the pace uh, so I can keep up, so I can still be you know, considered one of the, the the good individuals when it comes to fitness and working out and, you know, health and wellness. All right. So I gave you guys a lot to digest today. Again, I think this is definitely this is definitely going to be a two part podcast. Um, today, we just went over, you know, what it looks like, where it comes from, what you're actually talking about when you're telling people to stay in their lane. Um, and then on the next episode, episode two, we're going to talk about uh, I'm going to give you guys some gems for four steps on <clears throat> how to stay in your lane, knowing when you're in the right lane and maybe some key points of knowing, you know, hey, maybe it's time for me to switch lanes or maybe I need to dial it back or maybe I need to stay in this lane a little bit longer um, than I thought I needed to. All right. So with that being said, again, if you if you like this episode, share it, um, follow the podcast um go let people know what it's all about and if you're looking for some life coaching hit me up uh again my email is inspired to coach that's n-s-p-i-r-e-d to the number two uh coach at gmail.com uh you guys can dm me on social media i have instagram i have facebook you know messenger all that stuff's meshed together now um, so if you hit me up on one of them, pretty much I should be able to get it through all of them. I'm also on LinkedIn as well as Inspired Coaching. Um, but yeah, just trying to bring you all the things that you need to hear or just some things that's been on my mind and on my heart. So hopefully it helps you guys out. Uh, implement them. Let me know. Comment. 
you know, give me a comment on these things and let me know what you guys think about it. All right. Appreciate that. And hopefully you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.